Hello, shalom, and welcome to the Awareness of Success podcast. On this podcast, we ask questions like what does success really means and what does it take to be truly successful in all areas of life? We believe that anyone can change their circumstances and create a better life for themselves like I was able to change mine by raising awareness of the habits, mindsets and patterns that create success. My name is Gilad Hanina and I help you change your circumstances by showing you what's possible in a way you can apply what you learn to create your own version of success. On this podcast, we choose to grow in all areas of life. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Awareness of Success podcast. Today, I have with me Sun He, who is the founder and principal of Night Owns, Owls, an award-winning digital branding agency in New York City. He's a Forbes agency council member, and over the, and over the last 12 years, Sun has helped brands grow revenue by a total of a billion dollars. He has a passion for personal branding and work with best-selling authors and world-renowned speakers, such as Mel Robbins, Jay Shetty, and Gabby Brainstein. He's also loved to teach, to teach and create educational content for personal brands. So please help me welcome in Sun. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing? Hey, Galad. Thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. For sure. For sure. Um, been waiting for this interview. We, <laughs> we actually canceled two times because of different things that have happened. So I'm glad it's, uh, we're finally doing it. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So. So I would love to, if you could introduce yourself a little bit on what you're doing today, a um, little bit about your business, how you're helping people so people can get to know you um, sure. and we'll get going from there. Sure. So basically my background is in uh, digital. I have a digital agency in New York City. Mm-hmm. We started it 10 years ago. Uh, we, work, we started out working with a lot of like Fortune 500 companies, tech startups. Mm-hmm. things like that. But over the last five years, we kind of switched to um, uh, personal brands. Like you, you mentioned, like Mel Robbins, uh, Gabby Bernstein. We just uh, launched a site for Dar Man, who's like a YouTuber. And while working with personal brands, I kind of started seeing a pattern. Like I feel like personal branding is like the future of branding, right? Like mm. if you look at somebody like Elon Musk or like even you know, Jeff Bezos or things like that, even in corporate brands, like, or like Richard Branson, um, like the, the personal brands, like play so much into the brand of the, of the company. Mm -hmm. And I also saw like a a shift in people like, um, you know, if you watch the shark tank, like I saw a lot of traditional business people, right. Or the C the chairman of Disney, Mm -hmm. like writing books and shifting into building their personal brand. And even yeah. I saw celebrities, like traditional celebrities like Will Smith, The Rock, like Kevin Hart. They're like, you know, investing in their personal brand on social media and things like that. Right. So I saw like a clear pattern of like, oh, this is the future. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because when you have like a face behind the brand instead of just a logo, it's it, it's like accountability. Like if I know if I if I if Tesla does something bad, I can blame it on Elon Musk, right? It's, yeah. it's nice to know that there's like a person that I trust or, you know, that I believe in that's behind the, that's pushing the brand. So, yeah. So I kind of like started focusing on working with a lot of personal brands. And then recently in the last year, I started to kind of work on my own personal brand for the same reason. And mm-hmm. 
now I'm here. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And that's fully makes sense. Like, you know, I, I'm running a personal branding agency the same way you do in different areas of the personal yeah. branding. And I can see it, like, you know, people connect to other people. This is how it works. This is how business is done. This is how connections has been made. And um, I see it for my clients and myself. Ton of people, they put promote their name. They put content by their personal name. And that's how they promote their company. Elon Musk promoting Tesla by building his name, you know? So mm. it's definitely the future of marketing. And I teach it here in the podcast and in many, many areas that even if you want to grow as a business owner, put create, managing your name, creating a brand for yourself is going to help you tremendously, even in this, this one small thing of just meeting other people, you know? Yeah. So, so other people want to connect with you. That's, that's like yeah. the, fir- the first step, basically. And uh, Yeah, you're right. You have to do, if you're building a corporate brand, you also have to build your personal brand at the same time. Yeah. And, and the good thing about personal brand also is that you can, you can, use that same brand to build like multiple brands in the future, yeah. right? Anything because already, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So let's, let's go back like, you know, 10 years ago, I want to <laughs> get back to like your starting yeah. point. What got you started? Like, are you coming from an entrepreneurial background or like, how did you get into this? No, actually I'm, I'm, um, my family has like zero entrepreneur background. I, I think I'm a bad entrepreneur. Like I'm, I'm a bad business operator. I'll, I'll, I'll separate those two because I think in order to build a successful business, you need, you need the vision, you need the creativity and all of that. But I think you also need like a, a business operator, like somebody mm-hmm. who's going to put in the work day in and day out, yeah. put in processes, you know, scale. And those are not necessarily like the glamorous things, right? They're, they're kind of boring, the day-to-day operations. But that's like such a big part of building a business, and I I just don't have that. That's not me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm less um, I'm less uh, I'm less of have that like conscious conscientiousness part of uh, my personality. I'm I'm I have more of that creativity part of my personality. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm strong here, but I'm weak here. Okay. So that's a lesson that I had to learn over time, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> um. So yeah, I mean to answer your question, yeah, I didn't. I don't, what what I don't did you do? What that. did you do about it? By the way, you got a COO. <laughs> it took me years. Yeah, it took me years to realize that I need a I need a business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the for majority of my business growth, I had a business partner who who takes care of all the boring stuff, right? <laughs> and we yeah. always like had we've always clashed right? because these two personalities are very. I think opposite from each other. So I'm mm-hmm. always like thinking like you're the, vi- you, you're the visionary, yeah. you're the creative <laughs> mind. He's the disciplined yeah. mind, the structure, yeah, the organization. Exactly. He's trying to figure out how we're going to make payroll this month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, where are we going like five years from now? So that, mm-hmm. that always kind of clashed. Um, Amazing. But like, he, it was like a huge part of like, before, you know, I teamed up with him and before we knew it, like within a year, we basically went from losing money <laughs> to like a million dollars a year in revenue. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, amazing. It was, amazing. That and that, and that, that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, what got you started by the way? Uh, did you just, you know, saw how entrepreneurial is that something that you really want to do or like, how did you actually decide, Hey, I want to <laughs> become an entrepreneur? Yeah. I, 
I mean, I wish I had some sort of vision like that, but the truth is like, I have a, like, I, I've always had like a problem with authority. Like I hate working for a boss. I hated like listening to my teacher and mm-hmm. things like that. I, I was always rebellious. So like the reason why I, I didn't plan to start a business. Like my boss yelled at me one day, <laughs> I yelled back at him. I quit, <laughs> walked out and it was like, when I walked out and then walked home, that was both like the scariest moment of my life. And at the same time, like the most exciting moment of my life, it was like a mix of scary and mm-hmm. excitement. So it's like, I remember like walking home that day. Um, and then, yeah, I just, because, because I, because of my pride, I couldn't go back mm-hmm. <laughs> and he kept calling me like for a few weeks after that, like giving me a raise to come back. Mm-hmm. But I just stuck it out. I so for the next year, I I've literally only had two clients. I so I basically went from making like over six figure to making less than five thousand dollars the next year. Oh my and god! I, <laughs> but I I because of my pride, I just kept stuck with it. And I was I think just like two weeks away from giving up. Mm-hmm. But then. <clears throat> You know, I, I don't know, maybe this is not a good advice, but because of my pride, I just like, I didn't even think about giving up. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, like I, I got a client. Um, so until that point, I had a, the first project I did took me like nine months mm-hmm. and I only made $3,000. Mm-hmm. The second project took me like three months and only made like $2,000. But the next project I got was like $10,000 and like literally a month later, I got a $17,000 project and it's just like, so it, it was like nothing for a year and then boom, it happened. Right. So yeah. the, the darkest moment when I was like, I'm not even going to be able to pay rent. Like I, you know, I'm, I should give up that moment. Once that passed, like if I had gave up, if I gave up at that moment, like I wouldn't have seen what happened. Yeah. You have achieved nothing. A month later. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And you know, this is something I want to emphasize because a ton of people, they, they look at, it, at successful entrepreneurs and successful people in different areas and it's like, oh my God, he's an overnight success. He's just, you know, in, in this, just this month, he crushed it, made $1 million. And, <laughs> and they think how they did it, like overnight. And that's, that's, that's the thing where most people don't see is like all the grind, all the hard work when you see no results. It's like, it's so hard not to give up on, yeah. on, you know, on these times and you don't yeah. realize that you're going to succeed or anything like that. It just yeah. happens. And, yeah. and that's when you figure out, oh my God, I, I put on so much work and yeah. now I'm seeing the rewards and now yeah. it's scalable. Now it's basically keep and on And it growing. sounds like it's, it's just, okay, hard, whatever. But like when you're in that moment, mm-hmm. it's really scary. Like, uh, it's so scary because you don't know if, how you're going to pay rent. I've even had parts, uh, points in my business where like, I had to rent out of my apartment in Airbnb just so I can like pay for the <laughs> bills. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then like sleeping in people's couches mm-hmm. and then all while this is going on, everybody around me, all my friends, all my family, mm-hmm. they're like telling me like, you should just go get a job, right? <laughs> like, like you're stupid. You're, you know, like you're getting that from like all everybody around you at the same time. So it's yeah. like, it's tough to maintain that. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> super, super, super hard. Cool, cool. So thank you for sharing that. So oh, yeah. you got, you cre- started, you created a business, you know, things started to work out, you got clients. And 
from the first moment you started doing like personal branding for uh, for for businesses and entrepreneurs that was like the first business and you continue with it until today no so in the beginning i the projects that we did were like small like small or medium-sized local businesses um but then every project that i did the reason why my first project took nine months because it was an e-commerce store for a baby. So, and this was a long time ago. So this is before Shopify and your mm-hmm. deals. So I had to learn how to like basically build this right. like Website. <laughs> while I'm building it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, but I wanted to make it like at the same level of like all these like huge companies. Right. So every project I did, I just tried to make it like the best website in that industry. Mm-hmm. And what started happening is people started seeing those websites and then they'll contact me and they say, Hey, I want a website just like that. Like, mm-hmm. can you make me a website just like that? Right. So that started happening at, at one point, like a bigger company would contact us and then like a bigger one and bigger one. So we ended up working with like the American Red Cross, Spotify, um, Columbia University, which is a, a huge university here in New York. Um, so we started working with some big friends and they're just like, we we took off from there and then cool. about five years into it um i i actually found those type of projects the bigger our clients get i found it more boring because i'm, I'm not working with like the stakeholder there i'm working with like a marketing manager mm-hmm. who doesn't really care about the project yeah you're so, not working directly with the client yeah mm-hmm. and they they want to these bigger companies they all want to play very safe Mm-hmm. So every project we were doing were very boring. Mm-hmm. It was just like kind of cookie cutter type of boring stuff. Mm-hmm. So but until we had this one client, Gabby Bernstein, mm-hmm. who's like a motivational speaker. And I didn't know who she was. So she came in, she hired us. And I just, it, I got that kind of like early days, like, you know, excitement back working with her because she's the stakeholder and work like we're doing all this like exciting stuff. And at that moment, I didn't, I mean, I knew who Tony Robbins was, but I didn't know anyone else, right? I didn't know anything about personal development. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about this whole motivational speaker world. Yeah. But because of her, it, I was introduced to that world. Mm-hmm. And I just like got sucked into it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we started getting like more, more of those type of clients. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I was like, oh, I just want to do this. And Amazing. We switched to personal brands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that first thing, that's amazing. And I think every entrepreneur faces personal development at some point and realize how true it is and how much it's like interesting and dive into it for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, you mentioned a few things that caught my attention mostly, which is first, how your company grew organically. Like you didn't say, hey, you tried to get a ton of clients no. and you tried, you know, so you basically, you know, how did it grow organically? Like, you know, I'm a person who want to start a business right now. How do I do achieve something like that? Is it you were the best or you, you literally did things with passion? Like what made it happen so organically? Because this is something incredible to kind of grow at this, at this rate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I the one advice that I always give, <laughs> a lot of people that worked in our agency, like ended up starting successful agencies. I, You know, one of our first interns, like now has a huge agency in New York and they're working with Goldman Sachs. So <clears throat> what I always say is 
I think the best way to grow a business is to to focus on whatever is in front of you, like the work that you're currently doing in front of you, right? Like a lot of people have this vision of like in the mm. future, like this is a you know it's gonna work out this way. Um, but the, the way you get there, which is important, like setting goals is important. But the way you get there, I feel like is by because I just gave everything into the project that I'm working on now. Somebody else saw that project, and actually, like a huge turning point for us was so we did this website for Gabby, and we just like pour our soul into it, right? And then because she saw that, every time she would go to these, she was she's like a New York Times bestselling author, so she would go to these like meetups and events where there's other bestselling mm-hmm. authors, yeah. And everybody would be like, Gabby, like I love your website. Who did your website? Mm-hmm. And then I found out like years later that she would tell everyone be like, oh, you have to hire this company. Like they're really? the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I, we actually ended up getting all these other mm-hmm. personal brand clients. So you just don't know if you just do your best job and whatever is in front of you, you don't know what that's going to lead to. Yeah, I fully agree. And you know, I feel the same way. My company is like, we, we did the best we can for certain clients and then we they started telling about it to their friends other entrepreneurs you yeah. know and, yeah. and, and these entrepreneurs came <clears> in <throat> talked to me boom they they, mm-hmm. they want to join in they want to get the same results and it's like a snowball effect and the more you pour into your work to kind of make things happen the best way you can people see that notice it they get great results and just talk about it and yeah i don't think it's just in in the you know high level entrepreneur world it's like it can be also if if you're talking to, if you're helping, I don't know, people with their dating or with any other business that you might connect it to people or even product business, people talk. And once you yeah, do yeah. things with passion and desire, people <clears throat> talk about it and it started to grow in, started growing. Yeah, yeah. And that's something you said. A lot of people miss out on that. They focus on the big vision and they always like out there thinking about the future. They don't focus on making things happen right now, which is like yeah, exactly, yeah. super important. <clears throat> Cool, yeah, cool. You don't have to be like already at Gary V level in order to get those clients. You no, <clears throat> yeah, you don't. you're gonna most likely get get them from word of mouth. <laughs> yeah, the 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 big clients they they usually hear about you. They they don't do business most yeah, of the exactly, times yeah. with people they don't know. Yeah. They, they they're do. not going on Google looking for agency, right? Like they're most likely they're gonna go to their marketing director. They're gonna go to their friends and be like, mm-hmm. hey. Who did your website or hey, who did your social media? I love it. Yeah. So it's, then, it's a yeah. it's a process. You you just also don't get to the higher clients the first thing. You just have to build yourself. You have to start with the small ones and go to the bigger ones. And mm-hmm. that's how you you make progress. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Amazing. I agree. And um and then now you said you're focusing on personal branding and you recommend every every entrepreneur, business owner to build his personal brand. So as someone who's doing personal branding as well, I'm super curious to hear your thoughts about, you know, um, how to do it, you know, why to do it. It's like, what are the steps? I'm, I'm, I have no brand right now. How do I get started? Do I do a website? Do I do build my Instagram account? Do I just post, post content? What are like the best ways that you see um, to do it from your, from your eyes? Yeah. From my eyes, I see... Um <laughs> the beginning is the hardest part, right? Like the first year is always going to be the hardest. Second year is going to be hard, but not as hard as the first year. And then it just gets easier and easier. 
but I work with clients that are like, um, you know, best-selling authors, millions of followers, but I also work with smaller, uh, like medium-sized personal brands mm -hmm. and also like people that are just starting out. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I've seen them all. And the biggest difference I see from the ones that are like growing fast versus not <clears throat> is that consistency. Hmm. So like a lot of people, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll set a social media plan for them. We'll set, <clears throat> do their website and do all of that planning work for them. And then they try it for like three months, six months. And then they just say, oh, this isn't working. And then they give up. Mm -hmm. And the ones that just don't give up and keep going, like are, <laughs> are the ones that actually, um, there's like a moment. Yeah. There's a moment when it's something happens. Like I remember like for a lot of our clients, it's like, because they're continuing to put out content. At one point, like some podcast will say, Hey, can you come on the podcast? Hmm. And then that will just give them a boost. Right. And these kind of opportunities just happen. Yeah. You just, you don't know when they're going to happen. I agree, so. but I gotta, I gotta add on, add on that because it's something that is super true, but can be, can see it in both ways. And I will explain because you see, you're saying, Hey, consistency is the best thing. You gotta stay consistent. If it's for a year, if it's for two years, you gotta stay consistent, put out content and, and you will grow. But yeah. from the way I see it, it's, it's super true, but you can do consistent work by two ways. You can do consistent work the right way, or you can be consistent with work the wrong way. And if you're going to be consistent with work that is not proven to get results, then you might be consistent for, for, for years, but you're not going to get results. So, <laughs> so I would add on that, learn, yeah. <laughs> learn how to be consistent with the, the, the stuff that are actually proven to be working. Yeah. And this is something a lot of people, you know, I see it every, every time. A lot of people, they, they come to me, you know, they, are, they put in year of work in their personal brand and they have 500 or 1,000 followers. And, and I, I look at that and I'm like, okay, They're let's fix it. Let, let, yeah, you're yeah. doing the wrong things. You got to improve here, here, here. And, and once mm -hmm. they learn and once they implement the right strategies, then, then they start seeing momentum. They start creating yeah. it. So I fully agree with you. And, and why, yeah, no, I why? agree with you. Yeah. That, and I think like one, some people just like, don't know what works. So mm -hmm. they're, they're just like, but I think I also see some people that are just like, keep doing something that doesn't work, but they don't change it. Like they adjust. They, they don't, yeah, they don't adjust. Right. Like, mm. and that's not going to work either because like, if, if you see something is working and something is not working, then you got to. Do it's more okay. of the things that yeah. It's okay to make yeah. mistakes. It's not yeah. okay. You must make mistakes to grow. Yeah. It's like you make mistakes. You see, okay, this work, this didn't work. You analyze. I'm gonna continue doing this, and this I'm gonna change. I'm gonna learn. Yeah. And and this is something that I've learned over the years. You know how I got pretty successfully, super quick actually. Like I've built a six figure business while serving in the army with branding when I had no experience with branding. Right? How I did it is That's I took crazy, I. Yeah. I I took all the courses, mentors, coaches, YouTube videos. I consumed all the information and then I, I took it into action and I watched what worked, what didn't work. And I adjusted. I'm sure you, do, you did. Yeah. I'm sure you did the same thing. Like you, mm -hmm. how did you suddenly started building a website? You had to learn. And that's something that is critical in the entrepreneurial journey to, yeah, yeah. to be able to understand that you got to access the right information or a lot of information and, and learn and adjust as you go. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, we adjusted many, many, many times. And I think um, <clears throat> it's, you really, that's why I was telling you before, before this conversation, like yeah. about the humility stuff, like it's, you have to have some humility to be like, oh, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And now let's try this, right? And I was wrong so many times. And I, which brings me to like the second mistake that I see a lot of people make is like a lot of entrepreneurs that are starting out have this like, like stubborn ego. And they're not willing, like they, they say, I believe in this and they've doubled down on it. And they're not willing to make an adjustment, even though it's not working, right? Like you have to be able to say, okay, this isn't working. I was wrong. Now let's try this. Yeah. And like one of the things how, how I did it was I always wanted to like charge hourly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like my business partner at the time was like, no, like, like people don't, don't like, you it. know, people don't like that. Right. They, we want to charge. And then later on, what ended up happening is we actually ended up making bigger profit doing flat rate mm-hmm. than if we were to charge it hourly. Yeah. And so these are things that you just have to tweak and. You, know. you have to learn as you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. I remember for me, it was, I was, you know, growing the agency and we just offer, you know, manages ma- managing the account and managing like the shoutouts campaigns on Instagram. And we didn't mm-hmm. offer, you know, amount specific amount of followers. And the clients came to me and like, hey, we want to buy 5,000 followers, you know, targeted. We want to buy 10,000. And I'm like, you know, we can do it for you. It's going to take this and this, but I didn't have a package. And the more people came to me, it's like, we need a package for, you know, 5,000, for 10,000, for 25,000. And, and I, I adjusted from it. I learned, okay, yeah. I, this is something I need. You listen and I, to your, yeah, you listen yeah. to your customers. Yeah. yeah. Because we, ge- we gave it to them anyway, but it wasn't like a package. So it was like very yeah. complicated, the methods. And once we, we understood, hey, this is what we need to do. We created packages, we priced it. And, and two years later, we are still with the same packages, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. you know things change adjusted strategies change but yeah we, you gotta you that's gotta learn point, yeah yeah that's that also brings me to another point where when you know people are so focused before they start right okay what's my mission what's my mm-hmm. what's my niche and what's my like all of those things but a lot of those things that like, you figure out once you actually like this is start, so true start listening to people yeah they'll tell you what your niche is they'll tell you what they want from you yeah. And that's, also, that's how you said <laughs> it's also like you, you focus on your vision. You want to create something big, right? Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's hard to even imagine this big, big, big thing before you start putting some work and create small things. Because, you know, even mm-hmm. for myself, I'm going to, you know, be really honest and open about what's going on. I knew that I want to move from my agency to kind of more helping people with their personal development and business and kind of do more coaching. And I didn't know how I'm going to do it. So I started small. I decided, hey, I'm going to build my, my brand on Instagram, like I'm doing for my clients, which I didn't do yet. And then I decided, hey, I'm going to, you know, start a podcast. Now it's going to help me produce more content, have more fun, meet new people. And, and I, there is no big vision, right? Yeah. You can say so. For me, there is, but I, I don't see it yet. So I put, I put in the podcast, I put in the, the brand. And, and suddenly, you know, a few months in, boom. Now I have this huge vision and I also see the action plan on what's going to happen, how it's going to turn into a business that actually makes a lot of impact. So yeah. like you said, so you it got became more clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. You had this like vague idea. Yes. 
I want to be this person. Yeah. 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 And, and oh, you, that's start, great. Yeah. you start taking action and, uh, and then you see the vision and yeah. And you also start to realize, I feel like <clears throat> one, one thing to add, this is completely different from what you said, but <laughs> in the beginning, I always had this big vision, right? So I tried to copy, um, like I would see huge agencies in New York mm-hmm. and I try to like, be like the copy of them. Right. Like, so usually most big agencies in New York, they're like, you know, if you look at like RGA, Ogilvy or whatever they are, mm-hmm. they're like full service agencies. So I'm like, oh, we're going to be a full service agency too. Right. Yeah. But then that just didn't work for the, whatever is the, the, the one that's already successful are doing is not going to work for you in the beginning stages. No. I, f- I feel like in the beginning and like I, my business has evolved over time. Mm-hmm. So even if you have the vision over here, like the starting point to get to that vision looks different than <laughs> just like a miniature version of that vision. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So for sure. <laughs> it, it, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to see. And I know I had this realization, you know, probably like a year ago, I was, I was, like you said, I wasn't focusing on, on the present moment. I was, Hey, I want to become this person, like this person far away, like 10 years down the road. And I started putting work for this, like I'm this person, which is like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I ended up not having clarity. I ended up not having a plan. I didn't, I, and, and then after a few months, one of my coaches told me, Gilad, maybe you're just, not just, but maybe you're Gilad, the agency owner right yeah, now, building yeah. a team, building a business, evolving before you're this person. Like this is who you are now. Focus yeah. on being this person, being the best. Yeah. And, and you will grow. That's, that's how life and business goes. And cool. that's so, when you say like, oh, you know, just, why don't you just speak a lot at this agency? Like, that's so true about personal brands, like just being you, like being mm. the, your authentic self. Authentic. Like, I know that sounds cliche, but just at the end of the day, that's like the power of personal brand. Um, that you're not like, okay, here's my vision. Here's my mission. Like, that's not what makes you, you like you, you are you right with all your personality, your flaws, your strengths, and all of those things that people already love about you. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of what a advice, if you're just starting out, I guess the advice I would give is like the people that are already around your friends, your family and people, your clients, whoever they are, like, what do they love about you already? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's most likely going to evolve to like, some version of your personal brand is going to be that, right? Because that's, that's what makes you unique. Like people, mm-hmm. so some people that some people I know, they're, you know, they're all my friends always go to them when they want to, when they, when they get into a breakup and they need somebody to like cheer them up. Right. Mm. But people come to me usually like, Cause they know that when they come to me, I'm not going to be like, Oh, you know, everything's going to be okay. I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm the, I'm the person that's going to be like, okay, here's what you did wrong. And this mm-hmm. is how you like, I'm going to give it to them straight. Right. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they want that. So if they want that, they'll come to me, but if they want just somebody to cheer them up, they'll go to this other friend. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's my uniqueness and this is her uniqueness. And that's what makes us different. Mm-hmm. And I think like there's something to that in per- building a personal brand. Like, who are you? What do people already come to you for? You know, 
emphasize Start that. from there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like find the qualities that, you know, set you apart, that you're good at and emphasize them with your brand. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what you said. I, I just summarized it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's your goal? Like you're building your personal brand now. You obviously own a big business. You're, you're having an agency. Why keep going? Like what's, what's, the, what's the next move for you? I think, um, so right now what I'm working on is a, a membership site where, mm-hmm. um, like one of the things that I see, so I, I think, so my, my value, I think how I'm different from like people that other people that I know is that <clears throat> I, I can break down like complex. So I was never like a creative person. When I started web design, mm-hmm. I was not a creative person. So what I did was I just like copied, like I would design something, like try to imitate. And then I'll look at it and be like, oh, it just doesn't look right. Like something about it, it just doesn't look as good as you ever see like a, like a knockoff of an Apple product. It's just like, you can tell it's fake. Like there's something is off, yeah. even though they try to copy, like that's kind of how it was. Right. So I just started copying designs like pixel by pixel, like exactly. Mm-hmm. And then after I kept copying, copying designs, I started to notice like patterns of what makes a good design. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did this approach like everywhere. Like when I started write, copywriting, I would just like copy what somebody else did and then like started tweaking it. And then after I kept copying people's work, I started to see notice, like I started to notice patterns of like, what makes good copy good? What makes a good story good? What makes good design good? Like, so that's kind of how I train my own employees. And I just love doing that. Like, I love seeing somebody like who didn't think they can design and mm-hmm. I give them like small little tips. And then all of a sudden, like they're able to like put out like pretty good designs. Right. Yeah. So I want to kind of teach like in that method. Mm-hmm. And another thing I notice is, like before people give up too easily. So I wanted to create a community, uh, some accountability through these memberships. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And like, what, why do I do this? Like, you know, I've, I've went through this, like over the last couple of years, I went through that same, you know, it's like, yeah. Asking asking yourself the question of why. Yeah. And it, (laughs) it, it was driving me crazy. Like, you know, like you, you feel like, okay, that, now I'm at a point, my entire life, I've been like, I, I, want, I just want to get here. I just want to make six figures. I just want to make a hit a million dollars. I just want to have enough financial stability so I don't have to worry about like, and you keep hitting these milestones. And then now like, I feel like, what do I really want? Right. And, you know, I always wanted to like, I thought that I wanted to get away from responsibility. But what ended up happening is when I started getting away from responsibility, like, like I didn't want like my employees come, keep coming to me asking for help and like clients mm-hmm. like keep asking me questions. Like, well, I'm like, oh, like, you know, leave me alone. Right. <laughs> but then when I actually tried that for a few months, I started kind of feeling useless and I felt like late and it was, I thought I would be free, mm-hmm. but I wasn't at all. I felt useless. I felt depressed. I felt like my life has no meaning. Mm-hmm. So I think being needed, <laughs> like is, being useful is actually like what makes 
people happy. Like it yeah, definitely it's, makes it's, me happy. Gives you purpose. Yeah. So mm. I, I want to get back into that where if I'm able to teach somebody who thought they couldn't design, maybe teach somebody who thought they couldn't create content or write something, mm-hmm. but I'm able to show them that they can mm-hmm. and feel useful. And it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to like save the world. I'm not, you know, I'm not exactly like, you know, saving like starving children here. I'm whatever I can do. I can, if I can use my skills to help somebody and I can see that, that really makes me happy and feel like I'm useful. So amazing. This is an amazing, amazing (laughs) reason to do what you do. And, uh, like, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's great. And, you know, knowing you um, on the more personal and work level, I know that you can help so many people with their designs and seeing your work. It's, um, it's crazy. And I know so many people would be able to use your advice to, to improve their designs, brands, um, whatever businesses they're trying to create. So I fully understand why you're doing this, because you're also feeling like, hey, I got so much to give. And I understood, you know, it makes me happy to give. So let's give. That's that's it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. it's, it's lovely. It's lovely to see. And, you know, something that I, um, I also realized, you know, in the last year, probably last few months that it's not about the money anymore. When you, it's, I feel like, you know, there's, there's two ways to live life. You can live life, um, out of pain and, and achieve things out of pain, which is like motivation. You achieve things because you are running away from things. So let's say you you grew up you know, poor, oh, you, lack, yeah. you, you lack financial stability. So now you set goals. Hey, I want to achieve mm. six figures. I want to achieve seven figures. I want to hit $2 million because you're, you're running away. <laughs> you're, running, you're, you're running away. Yeah, you're, you're running away from the, from the poor and you want to create, create financial stability for yourself. That's, um, and that's motivation. But then once you, you get to this net neutral place where you're not running away from, this is where the magic happens because now you need to find inspiration. You need to find something to run towards. Okay. And this is the, dif- the difference between motivation and inspiration. And most people live in the, in the, in the surplus, in the, in, in, in the, in the place where they run from something. And it's very, very, very important to uh, learn. It's how to, driven, yeah. 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 How to be dr- purpose driven and run towards something and go from a place of inspiration. Do you have any advice for people that are, cause what you just said mm-hmm. is I hear at least in the U S right? Like in the U S a lot of people that are around me are in that like upper middle class kind mm-hmm. of like they were, they were lawyer, they're doctors or they're mm-hmm. like finance people who's now, who's now financially stable They're They, they've had their financial success. Yeah. And now feel they've, what they use, the word they always use is like, oh, I feel like there's more to life than this, right? I feel stuck. I feel mm-hmm. that's like the word that they use. So do you have yeah. any advice for those people? Like for how, sure. how for can sure. they find inspiration from? So I can, I can totally resonate to that because we aren't taught in school and in life how to live when we don't have a need for something. We, we don't know how to live yeah. in this, in this area. We know how to go and get things when we need them. Okay. And, and we know how to set goals so we can run away from things. But once we get this point, yeah, we don't know. So I think the biggest 
uh, advice, and this is something that I, I did in the last year, you know, is understand what really makes you happy. It's, it's, so, it's so true. Like, and, you know, there is like literally steps to take in order to do that. I, I think like the first one is understand your core reason to why you do what you do. So you understand, hey, this, this makes me happy. You know, you, you, just, you first you go and try stuff. You know, you, now you don't need money. Yeah. You don't work for money anymore. So it's not just about, hey, how do I make way more money? It's how do I, you know, create the life that I really want to create. So you start, there is a ton of exercises and I'm going to name few that you can start be doing every single day to start understanding what you want to do. So first thing is like you go and you visualize the perfect day in the perfect life that you want to live. And you go, you put some music and you go deep for like, you know, a few minutes, one hour, you go start thinking, what's the perfect day? It's going to look like what's start imagining, start creating this reality. Next thing, you're going to ask yourself the question of why. And you go and you go ask yourself, you know, uh, why do I want to do this? Or like, why do I want to find this purpose? So it's like, you just ask yourself why, why, why? And, and whenever you give yourself an answer, you ask yourself why again. And then why again? <laughs> you just go deep. Yeah, it's you go deep into your answer. This is how I find my I found my reasons. You know, two years ago, it's like, why do I do what I do? Why am I a business owner? And then it's like, I want to make money. Why do I want to make money? Okay, uh, I want to do this. I like, why? Why? And I understood that my main reason is because I want to provide um, the best I can for my kids. You know, because I grew up. You know, my parents got divorced. I grew up uh, mostly without a father and without financial security. And I understood, hey, I, I actually want to become this person because I want to support my kids uh, the way I didn't have, but also the way I did have. So I want to become the best version of myself. And I, I, even after that, I kept asking why, and I got into more deep things. But this is like the second exercise you, you should do. And the third thing is just go experiment. Go experiment. Do things out of your comfort zone, like meet new people, take new adventures. Like, most people, you know, when you said they doctors, lawyers, whatever, they get into this position, they, they go in this, there is like a circle, you know, once you get into this neutral spot, it's like you start, you do this, 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 yeah, and you're basically, routine, you're, yeah. you're just running around, around yourself. And the, the words that comes of this mouth of these people that usually around this is like, you know, this is, this is who I am. This is what I do. And, and they never change. So yeah. just embrace this mentality of like, hey, let's see how I can change, how I can, and start preparing your, you know, opening your mind into new possibilities and experiments. Different yeah. things, yeah. Yeah, because most people just don't want to experiment new uh, things. Yeah. And, and, and that's yeah, the difference. It's so funny how they're like everything that you just mentioned, like I subconsciously, I was doing, that's exactly what I was doing. And I was going crazy for the last two years, like trying to figure that out. Yeah. And... It's hard, yeah, I, man. I just think like everybody, if you've, you know, at, at least like in the developed world, like in, in kind of modern, like comfortable worlds, <laughs> like everybody goes through that moment where they, you said like they're stuck, right? They're mm -hmm. just doing the same thing. And they, so, I mean, that, I think that's a, the why one, like keep asking the why. That's such a great one. Yeah. Because. A lot of people that are entrepreneurs that I talk to, they just want to grow their business. They just want more revenue, blah, blah, blah. But if I keep asking them why, at the end of the day, they can't really answer it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't really know. They can't really answer why they're doing 
why they want, where, why are they trying to grow their revenue? Why are they trying to grow their company? But you, you know what? Once you really understand why you do what you do, things also start magically to happen because you start doing things from passion. And I'm sure you know it. That's like true. That's, you start doing things because you, you know why you're doing them and not just because you see numbers on, on, a, on a screen. Mm-hmm. And people can feel the difference. Like whether yeah. it's your clients, your yeah. audience, what, whoever is buying your products. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. can feel that difference. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're doing things from a place of love and not from a place of how, how can I get stuff? It's, it's yeah. very, it's very, very different mentality. And yeah, you know, it sounds like, um, yeah, it sounds like we've gone through a kind of similar experience of that, like hitting that plateau and yeah, this, yeah. yeah, everybody <laughs> does, you know, everybody bit. does on, 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 a, yeah. on a certain level, on a certain level, yeah. this is, this is how yeah. it happens. So, so tell me a little bit about your experience, you know, hitting that plateau, you know, what you did, what you're doing right now to kind of build this, this vision that you have. Yeah. So I'm, I guess though, asking myself that why question, keep doing it. And ultimately like the answer that I keep coming to Mm -hmm. is, you know, like, you know, when I, when I'm designing, like one of the questions that I asked is like, do I really love designing, like designing websites or something like that? Mm -hmm. And one of my friends asked me like, would you do it? If you design something, you spend days on it but nobody will ever see it, right? Like hmm. you design it and then you just throw it away. And it's just like the pure process of design. And, I, and my answer was no, right? Like if, like I, if nobody's going to ever see it, I'm not going to yeah. do it. So I do like that. Uh, but even the reason why I was designing is like, I love designing something, showing it to a client and then seeing the look on their face, right? Like hmm. seeing, the, <laughs> seeing how much it's, it's, it makes them happy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I also love doing this, like coaching with people and then making, making them, helping them see like the patterns of like what they're doing wrong, like how they can, what they're doing ro- wrong in design, what they're doing wrong in marketing or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And then kind of teaching them how to do it. So whenever I, I feel useful like that, like using my skills, that's what makes me happy. Like what makes me happy is that somebody actually found me and my skills useful. Mm-hmm. So like the membership is like kind of that because I tried doing like a mass course, like where I have a course and, you know, thousands of people watch it or something like that. And that didn't give me as much <laughs> like joy because at the end of the day, I knew that like 90% of them didn't really get a lot out of it because they're not actually putting it into action mm-hmm. or and I don't really see like the directly the the response yeah. of how it's helping them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like I wanted to do this membership where it's it's a little bit more intimate. I'm more involved. Um, yeah, things 100%. like that. So listen, it's uh, then by the end of the day, giving is uh, is what makes you happy, and that's it. Yeah. And 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 now yeah. you're you're building. It's this really vision. not completely selfless. Like it, I feel like. Being selfless can also be selfish. Like you, you can be selfless for your own, <laughs> own yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. You're doing it for yourself. It's like, it's a selfish reason, but it's, it's helping, it's helping other people. So it's, 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 it's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think everybody should find what really makes them happy and go pursue it um, in, in a certain level or go 
ask themselves these questions because this is how you you grow as a person and as, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point what you said about um like paying attention to what is what are the actual things that makes you happy and that's what I had to do. Like mm-hmm. even if I look at my entire job, like all the t- tasks that I do, what are the parts that actually makes me happy, right? Mm-hmm. Or if I'm around people hanging out, like yeah. what are the conversations that I ha- find most interesting? Like Yeah. And if you start digging into those, there's there's gonna be some you're pattern. you're gonna be surprised. Yeah. You know, I was when I started doing this work, I realized I enjoy most. Um, I'm a people person, so I enjoy most being with people. But I, mm-hmm. I understood, you know, like a conversation, like we are having right now, it's gonna be like you know the the happy part of my day. It's like like <laughs> this is what makes me happy: connecting with entrepreneurs, talking about these things, like uh, helping people, like. In these areas of like business and personal development, that's what I realized. Hey, that that's what I love, and mm-hmm. and it, it's it takes time to to go and understand these things. Yeah, and it takes. I, I think it also takes like a willing to be really honest with yourself. Because huh. a lot of people, I think, say that they like something, mm-hmm. but they're really like lying to themselves sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's um, because you you maybe want to try, like you want to you want to tell to yourself, I want to like it, like I want to, yeah, I really yeah. want to yeah. like it because <laughs> if I if I will like it, it's gonna make me X Y and Z. So I need to like it, and uh, yeah, it's it's not how it works. It's not how it yeah. works. <laughs> so I have I have one last question, which is kind yeah, of big yeah. big question for you. Okay, that I want to finish with is like if you, yeah. <laughs> If you had like, you know, one piece of advice that you could share with um, anybody listening right now, um, whether it's like um, advice on how to grow businesses or how to grow themselves or like any specific advice that kind of help you tremendously through your career, uh, what would that be? Yeah, this is easy, actually, because this is the one thing that helped me the most. And it's, it's the one that I see the most people struggle with hmm. <laughs> and including myself is what we said before, right? Like just doing the best, like I call it like, you know, doing the best in what's in front of you, right? What's on your desk, hmm. like whatever, whatever it is. If you're working on a client project right now and you're, you're, you have this long-term vision or you're doing your homework right now and you have this long-term vision or whatever is already in front of you, just be the best at that and just focus on like being present and just focusing the being the best at that. And then those, you know, all those opportunities in the future will automatically come out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So like today, like it can be something as simple. Like here, I'll give you an example. So when I was in um, high school, I had a job um, where <laughs> I was grading papers. Uh, for Kuman. Kuman is like a math learning center. So I would like look at the paper and then just mark it off, cross-check it and just grade it. And what I ended up doing is I just memorized all the answers. So I don't have to look back and forth. So I just, I can just like check Mm -hmm. it. And it just made me like go three times as fast as anyone else. Mm -hmm. And then what ended up happening is I became like, because I was so fast, I ended up like getting rid of the other <laughs> creators and just kept me there. And I became um, like, they couldn't fire me. Right. I, mm-hmm. I became in this 
possible. And I just had so many things in my life like this, where I, I was just doing the best job in whatever's in front of me. Mm-hmm. And that led me to the next opportunity, which led mm-hmm. me to the next opportunity. So yeah, just focus on being the best at whatever is in front of you already, instead of like trying to focus too much on the future. Amazing. Amazing. You know, I want to emphasize on it because this is such a powerful advice. Even I see this on myself as a kid, you know, taking the bus to school, like, you know, show up the best you can on the bus. Like, yeah. like these small things, you, you don't know who you're going you're gonna to meet and what conversation you're going to have. Like, show up the best you can ev- everywhere and be the best self you can be. And that's going to form opportunities. Like, I remember, yeah. you know, even what got me started, I was getting back from... Uh, from school to my uh, house, I was getting on the bus and I was meeting somebody from my from my hometown. It was like, you know, a few years older than me. And, and we kind of started talking and he's like, I work at sales, you know, and I think you might be a great fit because we had a good conversation. He's like, mm. you know, they only take, you know, people 27 plus and I was 18, uh, but I think they're going to like you. You should try it. And and like that, boom, a month later, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a course on like how yeah. to I accepted to, I went through several interviews, I accepted to the job and I got into sales and I became one of the best salespersons in the company. And I think this maybe was maybe one of the most important lessons yeah, for me yeah. as an entrepreneur, because I learned how to sell. I worked in there for like a year and a half until I joined the army. So what I'm trying to say is you never know what's, yeah. what's going to happen. You just keep doing your best and, and, and you will attract. You don't know where opportunities get. really come from. And I, and I, I say this because I've also been the, been on the other side too, where I was just so focused on the future, these goals that I was missing opportunities that was all around me when I just could have like, you know, yeah, just, just done what's best for me then. And then it's just, I think that's actually like set me back a lot, like not just being present and trying to be, trying to really do everything well, like in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I see, I, I can see a lot of people that I talk to, it's setting them back uh, as well, because they're just missing all these opportunities around them. 100%. Son, this is an amazing advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you dropped here a ton of valuable information and knowledge and just your story. It's, uh, it's lovely. So I'm glad. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. For, thank you so much for having me, man. For sure. Awesome. Thank, thank you. It's been awesome. And for everybody who want to connect with Sun and find more about him, I think Instagram might be the best place uh, to reach out to you, right? Is it um, mm-hmm. Sun E uh, on Instagram? Yeah, Sun.E. Sun.E. Okay, it's S-U-N dot Y-I. Uh, and I'm going to leave it oh, also yeah. In, yeah. In, the, in the show notes so you can just click and link it. So uh, Sun, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Gilan. And we are done. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. And I'm actually curious, what is the number one thing that you have learned from this podcast episode and how are you going to implement it into your life? Send me a message on Instagram, a direct message, Degilad Hanina on Instagram, and I would love to hear from you. Now, if you're getting tremendous value from this podcast, I would really appreciate it and it would mean a lot to help us grow if you could subscribe, leave a rating and review to our podcast. That's it for today's episode and I will see you on the next. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.